These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. My name is Will Amato. I'm here in the funniest... Whoa, that was a little... That was so... I was like, well, my that was really, really bad. bad. I really impressed. Can you do it faster? Yeah. They have these animal oh crackers gosh. in the... I'm a little sugared up. All right. Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest <laughs> People I Know podcast. My name is Will Amato. I'm in the studio with five funny people. No, I can't quite do it that fast. And I'm TJ. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> have you ever... Well, TJ, listen, have you ever listened to us uh, sped up or slow down? Oh, my God. No. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the show before, but I was hosting Slime Time Live and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, what? On, for Norwegian Cruise Lines. And, oh my yes. gosh, what? Yeah, this was a gig I had for a while. And the piano player, who was a good friend of mine, gave me a little capsule of ginseng. <laughs> and that hypes you up, right? right it's, okay. a, wow. it's a stimulant. And so I got out there. Okay, this was supposed to be about an hour and 15 minute show. Uh-huh. I finished it in 35 minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Maya. Hello, world. No, I don't say hello, world. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Welcome to Slime Time Live. My name's Will. We've got your team, Nick, folks. Let's get it. Yeah, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Get up here, know. Tommy. Cindy, this is a game. Jessica, like, how go, was go, go, go. how was your castmates? Like, what were they like? What? what is they thought like? I was on something, and they were right. Yeah, it was ginseng. <laughs> I see you like picking up the kids and rushing them over and being like, "Slime, go, slime, slime, slime." <laughs> well, after Broken Thirty, the yes. next installation in the Will series should yeah. be about your former career prior to moving to Atlanta. You have so many interesting oh, yes. stories uh, of random gigs yeah. and really cool gigs. I'd watch that as a story. All right. All I right. pay to see that show. That's <laughs> amazing. You have to call it Every Job I've Had by yeah. Walmart. Catchy yeah. title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sign me up. <laughs> Someone else very popular is about to be out of a job. Okay. But it's um, her own choice. Are we talking about... Nicki Minaj. Oh, yes. yeah. That face. Are you just, over it? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. She was one of my favorite rappers. I still enjoy her a lot. She's a rap queen. However, she does not act like it. Beyonce really does have a way about carrying herself. And I hate to compare these two because they're like two different women. That's not fair to compare these two women. But I'm just saying, when you have that much money and you're that famous and as noticeable as Nikki is, sometimes she just does the most to get the most attention. Like getting into a fight with Cardi B? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Nicki Minaj just collaborated with Megan Thee Stallion on Hot Girl Summer. And, it's, and I'm like, Nicki, why are you retiring now? My theory is, it's like when Jay-Z retired. Mm-hmm. You remember he had the Black Album. And I, was it Kingdom Come that he retired? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not rapping anymore. And then a year later, he came back. And then he started doing American Gangsta and all these albums. People love to fake retire. Yes. Cher's like 102 and she's retired like 10 times. Yeah. Or all those football mm-hmm. players that retire just to make more money. <laughs> Folks, uh, <laughs> for those of you who are longtime listeners, we have decided to retire the Funniest People I Know podcast. Oh, oh. that's a sad story. Oh. Now well, we're all out of news a job. to me, Will. <laughs> well, yeah. this is Sunday, but I'm confident that by next Friday, we'll have the band back together. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Why is she trying to retire? She's ready to start her family. She's been dating this guy who has a questionable history. I will let the audience Google that on their own. 
He has some very interesting charges in his past. Choplifting. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Yeah. So, no. you know, I think it's this artist thing that I've actually heard before, where mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, I'm retiring," and it's really just that they kind of need a break, or they're stepping away. Because mm-hmm. I have a very good friend who lives in Atlanta who has retired from everything and quit everything a million times. <laughs> and you give this person a few months, and they're running a small suburbs visitor museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I need a headline, so I'm going to retire. Yes. And then I came up with something else I want to do, and now I'm unretired. Yeah, that's exactly. two headlines. Maybe mm-hmm. you just need a little vacation. Just take a month and go to the mm-hmm. beach. You know, we wouldn't be talking about it if Nicki Minaj had announced she was going to go to the beach. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe it is time for her to retire. Well, I think so. The last album she released, the Queen album, was kind of a flop. She's trying to forget that phase, and now she's retiring. And then, like, a phoenix arises from the ashes. Yeah, because she can have a welcome back tour. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. people love a comeback. Yeah, yes. instead of Nicki yeah. Minaj, she'll be Nicki Lion. <laughs> yes. Like Snoop Dogg with Snoop Lion. If Taraji ever needed an understudy, I think Nicki Minaj would do really well as Cookie Lion. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> Could you imagine Nicki Minaj yeah. as Cookie Lion? Mm. Lotious! <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see just the two of them on screen together. Taraji and Nikki. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think she's retiring to go on tour with the musical Cats? <laughs> Nikki? Yeah. Which uh, cat would she play? Yeah. She'd play the newest cat who has her own <laughs> solo rap song. Yeah. And she'd do those weird voices she did for Monster. I think it'd be pretty great. She uh, should do that. She'd steal the show. Pull up in a tank or something. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All, yeah. all the other cats are nervous. Yeah, like, they're like, sure, you win. Right, like, <laughs> you get the spaceship. Meow, girl. <laughs> Chill. Like, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. I don't know. I can't Wait, do that's, Nikki. That's Fat Albert. That's not Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Yeah, Cats with New Material by Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) Well, she's retiring, but this kind of got us thinking. Is there anyone that you wish would retire? Oh, that's a great Mm. question. Yes. Who do you have? Mitch McConnell. (laughs) <laughs> he needs to retire yes. ASAP good. No, good one yeah because the majority of the senate was all back in uh, this uh, background check for guns to try to reduce the number of murders in America and then Mitch McConnell comes around and he vetoes it He's just, like, backed by the NRA. In his defense, I will say that I recently went to a bar, and I ordered a cocktail called a Moscow Mitch. Oh, what? And it was delicious. Really? (laughs) And you'd love it. It had some Kentucky bourbon in it. Oh, no. So if there was one good thing about him, it's Mm. that drink. You know the movie Ice Age? Mm -hmm. Mitch Mm. McConnell always reminded me of Sid the Sloth. (laughs) Yes! I know I like Sid the Sloth. You certainly didn't want him. Not from a personality Uh, standpoint, but just they look, they could be cousins. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What was the turtle, Franklin? Yeah, yeah. Franklin the turtle, that was who I used to see before Ice Age Mm. was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, A turtle would be closer to to Mitch McConnell, I think. Yeah. Alexandria, who have you got? I have two that I kind of want to toss out there and see what you guys think. One is 45. I really just want him to retire from Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can finish out your yeah. term, whatever, do your thing. Just do it quietly. Just put the phone down. Take some time, spend it with your wife, the son that's kind of in D.C. and New York or still in school, I don't know, Baron. So he can still retire from Twitter and the media. I think. All the media should retire. <laughs> um, 
if he can just do anything to not make a story, I really would appreciate that. I think my last straw was when he drew a fake map. <laughs> I love or the fake map. Yeah. Actual yeah. weather that people have very real concerns about. Hurricane Dorian. He yes, drew a fake weather map that was Dorian. completely incorrect. I want to frame that map and put it up <sighs> yeah. on my wall in my office. I'd, yeah. Though, to be fair, Alabama, would you miss it? Are you retiring Alabama? I think I'm going to retire the state of Alabama. I got some other states I'm going to retire later as well. The next is an entire family. The Kardashians, they're like one when you really think about all the plastic surgery and other things that have gone on in Calabasas. I would say they're one. Yeah. I'm not really watching it, but I kind of did. Are you a fan? Do you just want to be on the show? Oh, that'd be good. I'd love you on that But show. I, I want to be a trader friend. They like, have no other kind of friends. Right. I want to be like what Black China was supposed to be. I yes. think we're going to hear about them until we die. I do know way too much about the Kardashians. Yeah, I think that's what we've learned. George, <laughs> who have you got? Uh, y'all went famous, but I think that there's this lady at the grocery store. Oh, this is personal. And mm. she's just kind of a grouch. And, I think, <laughs> okay. and she's not yeah. old. Yeah. She just really hates her job. And I think she needs to retire because I always end up in her lane. Because oh I don't God. usually use scan because I didn't go there to help out, right? Yeah. Like, you right. bag my groceries. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> I don't know, me, I work, and I'm not 65, yes. and I wouldn't mind not working. So I think me is my vote. I like that, with the self-care. But then I'll be at the grocery store more often. How about both of us? Both the grocery store lady and I need to retire. Yes. Yeah, you could just hire a Postmate to get your groceries. (gasps) I will just hire a Postmate. (laughs) I'm going to run down a few here. Number one, Kevin Costner. (laughs) Of course. Oh, yes. Get off the air. I don't want to see What did you see him on? You're so upset again. Oh, he was on the news. He was on some beach and someone caught a photo or it was so lame and I didn't care. And then he was in a movie and Mm. (laughs) it was enough. I love how much you hate him. Well, she's already been forced, but Roseanne Barr. Mm. Okay. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Can this, double retire. This was someone I thought wasn't retired, but I've actually found out that she is Diane Reem. <laughs> she was an NPR reporter. She ended her career in about 2014, 15, when I was living in Orlando. During the time that I would go to work, she would say, well, we're going to talk to President Obama's aide. It was just the most miserable sound. But she did eventually retire. Did she so. retire recently, or are you just still holding a grudge? It was 2016 <laughs> when she retired. <laughs> mm, okay. I'm just holding this grudge against this little lady. Alexandria, we were just talking about the president writing a fake weather forecast. Mm-hmm. I've always been interested in meteorology. During Hurricane Dorian, the president gave his own weather forecast to benefit his own self-interest, and I've decided to do the same. Okay. Okay. You are running for president. Right. I am running for president. Remember that from a past episode. This is Will Amato's weather forecast. Based on models, a late season hurricane is scheduled to flood the I-75 corridor between Atlanta and Orlando during Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, wow. Okay. Sister Katie, if you're listening, I won't be able to make it down (laughs) for Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'd also like to share that this is my first Thanksgiving as a vegetarian and I suddenly find the holiday super confusing. Um, I can see the conflict. Mm -hmm. Sides just aren't enough. (laughs) A major dust storm is expected over South Dakota this year. The high winds are expected to be so great that North and South Dakota get jumbled up and become one single Dakota, thereby only having two senators between them and taking the first important step in restoring the balance of power to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
A tidal wave will descend over Rhode Island later this fall, washing it completely off the map. Oh, no. What remains will become part of Massachusetts. Providence is a crime-infested cesspool, and the few friendly Rhode Islanders who do exist will escape safely on their sailboats to Maine. Hopefully our listener from Rhode Island is on the boat. They're on a boat, for sure. (laughs) A lightning bolt is scheduled to strike Tom Brady's fifth Super Bowl ring in Gillette Stadium just south of Boston. The ring will be on his finger at the time and will result in a magical curse that promises the Patriots will never win another Super Bowl as long as the barbaric, skull-crushing sport where upper-middle class watch impoverished titans smash each other in an arena like gladiators is allowed to exist. I think that would make a lot of people happy. Most yeah. of America would probably yeah. like to see that. Like, yeah. 49. And I mean, the people of Boston, they just got Rhode Island, so they got their concession. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go, folks. That's the Willamotto's weather forecast for my own personal best interest. Alexandria, you've been doing some reading. Yes, you know, I love venturing into the vocal arts. <laughs> yeah, I'd like you to read the title. We're going to do a reading here. This is a book that was sent to us by a longtime listener. What's the name of this book? Cinderella's Christmas Affair. Excellent. You've heard fall. We might as well pop over into Christmas, right, TJ? No. (laughs) Too early. No. We We stay in fall. I want to get into this book a little bit, just get a taste for it. And I know you're trying to launch your career as a voiceover artist. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Can we read the cover of it? Okay. On the back cover, as some would say. (laughs) Well, everyone. (laughs) That's the name of it. On the back cover of what they call a book. (laughs) (laughs) I just broke TJ (laughs) Charmed It hardly took the stroke of midnight To remind C.J. Terrence that Despite colored contacts and hot couture She was still the mousy schoolgirl Disposed to fairy tale delusions Mm. All it took was a chance Holiday encounter with Tad Randolph Years ago, the tycoon whose business could make or break her career had befriended her, then betrayed her. Now he wanted redemption, and more than a kiss beneath the mistletoe. (laughs) Heaven help her, so did CJ. She craved Tad's taste and touch, always had. And something told her that fate in the form of an unlikely fairy godmother had delivered this second chance. (laughs) Still, CJ wondered if she dare believe this Christmas affair (laughs) could lead to ever after. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it so much. This sounds like the worst book in the world. What what this has to do with Cinderella? I don't know. I don't don't know. You picked a passage for her? Yes, identified a passage where things start to get a little steamy. We get some background on CJ. What's it called again? Cinderella's Christmas Affair. Why does it say desire on the front? It's a romance novel. Right. Mm. So like a Danielle Steele? Yeah, I think so. But it's a follow-up to Snow White's Winter Wonderland. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But not as well written. (laughs) This is on the 50 cent section of the book, the markdown section. It might have been free. (laughs) C.J.'s father had run off just after Thanksgiving, the year she was 11, with an 18-year-old cheerleader. (laughs) Trash. (laughs) (laughs) And her mom had been diagnosed with cancer two days after Christmas when C.J. was 19. 
So the holidays always represented not just joy and a season of giving, but also sadness and a sense of loss at what could never be again. Sounds like a sexy book. Mm, (laughs) I'm here to help you. (laughs) Tad stepped into her step-saver kitchen and CJ backed up a pace. Her what kitchen? Step-saver. What is that? (laughs) They have to be close together. It's a very tiny kitchen. Did I suddenly develop some communicable disease, he asked. (laughs) What is the vocabulary of this book? (laughs) She flushed. No, why? Because you keep dancing away from me. What's up, Kathy Jane? Oh, <laughs> Who's CJ. Kathy? Oh, CJ. CJ. Kathy Jane's Oh, I, Kathy was I thought C. it was a reference to somebody, too. I was like, who's this <laughs> Kathy Jane person? I don't yeah. get this reference. Okay, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> she forced herself to stand her ground when Tad came closer to her. It wasn't that she was afraid of him. It was her reactions that made her leery. Not even Marcus, who she'd contemplated marrying, had made her skin tingle, her pulse pound, and her body ache the way Tad did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tad's got it going on. Yeah. All up in that step kitchen. <laughs> right? <laughs> so close. Like, are they breathing? Did he brush his teeth this morning? I hope so. Also, how know. many people are in this room? <laughs> Just two. Why are you confused about the number of people? <laughs> Just Kathy Jane and Tad. <laughs> I swear it's a fourth person. <laughs> He's like, there's Kathy they... and Jane and CJ. It's so crowded in that tiny kitchen. I'm stressed out. He reached out and caressed her face drew his large, calloused forefinger down the side of her cheek. (laughs) His wizard green eyes watched her carefully, and she struggled to keep any sign of what she was feeling from her face. Marcus had taught her that men wouldn't hesitate to use a woman's body against her. Oh, no. (laughs) So so don't make any expression as he scratches your face with his calluses. She's just sitting there, like, staring at him blank face like she's playing poker. Okay. (laughs) What color were those eyes? Wizard green eyes. Wizard green. That's not a color. No, it's not a color. No. (laughs) No. Can she express herself if it's uncomfortable? But that's a whole other thing. I know you better than that. She shivered again as he took his hand from her face and turned to the plate of cookies. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely took me by surprise. In a step-saver kitchen? Uh, Wow. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So random. A romance novel with just random Christmas words thrown in every now and then. So odd. He rubbed her stocking against her skin as she looked at the tinsel. Isn't it a Christmas romance? Oh my goodness. Have they mentioned a fireplace yet? They're in the tiny kitchen with a plate of cookies. Right. Okay. Okay. God, she hoped he didn't really know her. Didn't realize that her feminine instincts were stronger than her control. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Are they talking about the willpower to not eat the cookies? Right. Yeah, yeah. They just really want to. F that. I'm eating a cookie. Especially if it's a Nestle Toll House. Mm, They're usually ginger snaps, which can kiss my ass. Uh, I just bought a box of ginger snaps. Back to the story. At this moment, she wanted nothing more than to order. She had to tilt her head back to meet his gaze, and when she did, she wished she hadn't. 
<laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Never mind. There was a heat that that mirrored the longing in her soul. Mm. Nervously, she licked her lips. Girl. <laughs> His eyes tracked the movement, and he leaned the tiniest bit toward her before stopping. Do you want to? That's hot. <laughs> Hell you. Hello. Her blood ran heavier in her veins, and she knew that what she wanted, really wanted, was for him to notice her as a woman. That's literally what he's doing. Right? Like, he's he's grabbing your cookies, lady. Okay. Okay. He's noticed. Like, please, just get talk to someone. They can help you build your (laughs) self esteem. (sighs) Okay. No matter how dangerous that attraction would be, she wanted it. But she hadn't lost her mind. This new tad was too big. Too <laughs> new tad. <laughs> That's another person in the kitchen now. <laughs> so many people in this house. This tiny, tiny kitchen. <laughs> they just keep, keep coming in. <laughs> Oh, there's enough cookies. <laughs> oh, goodness, okay. Whew, okay. <clears throat> Large and in charge, as her 10-year-old niece, Courtney, would say, I'm not in the ego-building business. Kathy Jane, this has nothing to do with ego, he said. He settled his hands on her hips and drew her closer to him. Tad, I really don't think. That's right. Don't think. Now he's taking oh. away her agency. <laughs> wow. Seriously. Wow. <sighs> Time's okay. up on that, dude. <laughs> he lowered his head toward hers. Her hands rose to his shoulders, and instead of doing the prudent thing and pushing him away, she needed his shoulders, leaned up on tiptoe, and met his hungry mouth with her own. Oh my God, she thought. Tad Randolph is kissing me. <laughs> She's actively thinking that. <laughs> That's hot. Like, what she blurted it out? Like, oh my god! <laughs> said it while he's kissing her. Like, oh Tad Randolph is kissing me. <laughs> That's the end. the end of the segment. That sounds just like Cinderella mm-hmm. I grew up with. Yep. I was getting too high, mainly because there was so many people in the kitchen. <laughs> so crowded yeah. in the kitchen, they were baking all yeah. these cookies. I think that we just ran out of space for air. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm ready to see the steaminess that is to come. Tad has a lot to learn. The two pages said a lot. I read between the lines. There was so much between those lines. Yeah. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. It's <laughs> not on the page. Okay. CJ, girl, talk to somebody. You're beautiful. Yeah. You don't need him to validate you. Mm-hmm. But Tad, you're assertive, which I like, but a little brash. You know, just A little like, crowding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your time, Tad. Yeah. Well, I think everyone should get help, get mm-hmm. some advice. It's always good to seek out the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. George... You've got some advice for the world, our listeners. Yeah. People don't know how to act at restaurants, right? This might be coming because I'm a restaurant owner and I recently opened a new establishment Mm -hmm. and I'm watching the behavior of people. Oh my gosh. And so I thought as a service, I will give some advice to people who just need to learn how to act. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. Great. Okay. First, be nice. Servers and cooks and cashiers work really hard and they don't make much money. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that you hate your position in life, but don't <laughs> take it out on the nice lady mm-hmm. at Wendy's. <laughs> Unless you're okay with a server coming to your house after their shift mm-hmm. and yelling at you, mm-hmm. watch it. Mm-hmm. Right? Just be nice to these people. <laughs> Mistakes happen. 
I ask my staff for 100% perfection all the time. You might make 99 out of 100 good sandwiches, but that one person got one bad sandwich. But that one person needs to learn how to act. Okay, (laughs) right. Think about that crystal employee who cranks out (laughs) 10,000 burgers a day. Yeah. And then that one person who gets the two that they made wrong Mm -hmm. and they throw a fit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Don't throw a fit. Get over it. No one made your burger Mm -hmm. bad to ruin your day, lady. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I have had a person cry over a salad. Oh, my gosh. And I'm looking at them. I'm like... Dude, you're 50. Quit crying okay. over a salad. Yeah. I think there's other things going on. You need to take care of your home life yeah. and not take it out on my salad. Yeah, exactly. When I worked at McDonald's forever ago, people took their McDonald's very seriously. And I had a side salad thrown at me because they got the wrong dressing. <laughs> oh, my God. I had a sandwich thrown at me once. Yeah. But I had it coming because the guy asked me for some free food. And I looked at him. And I go, this is a restaurant, not a soup kitchen. You have to pay for your oh, food here. So yes. you a sandwich at me. I oh, mean, yes, wow. for the real. Yeah. <laughs> If something goes wrong, complain directly to the company. On their website, their email address, a phone number, call the manager. Mm -hmm. Just calmly explain the situation, Mm -hmm. and they will give you free food to make it Mm. okay. You get the same results by going directly to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. If you go to Yelp or Facebook or Nextdoor, where they may or may not see it, and someone (laughs) has to then send them a screenshot, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get the immediate results. Just Mm -hmm. call them, and you'll get your free food. Mm -hmm. Now, if you like the restaurant... Blast it to the universe. Tell everybody. Make sure that they stay alive. Okay. Right? So that's some good advice. No one is spitting in your food. That's <laughs> not a thing. If something comes to the table and mm-hmm. it is wrong, you can just say to the person, I'm sorry. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, guess what? I thought I liked chicken and I hate it and mm-hmm. I want something different. Mm-hmm. And they'll replace your meal. You don't have to get all like nervous. Everything, like, oh, I'm worried they're going to spit in my food. That's just <laughs> not a thing. Someone might eat it or might get thrown out, but it's certainly going to get spit in yeah. and handed mm-hmm. back to you. Now, if you're a big jerk about it, they're totally going to trash talk you behind yeah. your back. That 100% happens. Oh, yeah. The oh. kitchen is definitely talking all types of crap about you. What was that movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and like Alan Ferris? Didn't they spit in the food? Yeah, but that's a comedy. As you learned last week, Fiction. Yeah. (laughs) You don't tell me that because I've been a server for years. I I never saw it, but I think that's where people get it from. You gotta debunk this myth. Right. People get so weird and like, I just don't want anybody to spit my food. It's like, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. My husband always talks about that. His, they go, don't say anything. They're gonna spit in your food. I'm like, Leon, my salad wasn't right. Nobody's gonna spit in my food. And if they do, I have a good case coming up, okay? (laughs) I wish somebody would spit my food. Okay, please do. Yeah. Make some money off of this Wendy's. You're picking and your dietary restrictions are your personal problem. Not every restaurant's going to be able to accommodate every crazy whim. Mm-hmm. If you're a vegetarian and you're going out, ask for the vegetarian options. Mm-hmm. If you have these crazy dietary restrictions, stay home. If you can't be made happy, stay home. Mm-hmm. Right? I totally agree. And yeah. while we're talking about staying home, Stop complaining about the price of things on restaurant menus. Mm. Food costs money. Yeah. It takes a lot of money to raise a cow, grow the wheat to make your bun, to make cheese and eggs and lettuce and tomatoes and potatoes and salt, and then to ship them Mm. and then to store them and then to turn them into your hamburger and fries. Mm -hmm. I know you can make a burger at home for $5, Mm -hmm. but this ain't your home. Somebody had to do that work for you. So Mm -hmm. it's going to cost 15. Mm -hmm. If you can't afford it, don't go. And even when you go to McDonald's, you're like, oh my God, that Big Mac's $4. It's like, it's only $4. Mm -hmm. It should be more. You should be concerned that it's four dollars. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no one getting rich off of your sandwich. Yeah. Right. Mm. And the last note I have is that the health score is totally misunderstood. 
Mm, the mm-hmm. health department thinks that if somebody has a B, that's great. That's what they're looking for. But we're all looking for A's. And these scores are crazy. Things that don't matter. You can lose five points off a health inspection because an employee had a drink without a straw in it. Things that really matter are refrigeration, Mm -hmm. food temperatures, Mm -hmm. if people are washing their hands, Mm -hmm. and if they're washing cutting boards. You read a health inspection and you see those types of violations leave. Mm-hmm. But if you see dumb stuff like there was a cup without a straw or a cigarette pack where there shouldn't have been one, no one ever died from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good so to that, know. That is my advice to people who don't know how to act in restaurants. I've seen some restaurants with some seeds, but I'm like, oh, that oh, food yeah. smells so good. Yeah. yeah, you just gotta find out what it was for. Did they lose a lot of points for little stuff or mm-hmm. did they really mess up? Because I've okay. seen some deserved yous and I've seen some yous where you just got a slap happy health inspector. Like when Richard Blaze, who was famous from Top Chef, he had a mm-hmm. restaurant in Atlanta, and they tore him apart over mm-hmm. stickers and labels mm-hmm. and straws, mm-hmm. and not one violation that would ever get anybody sick. But it okay. was the publicity of being mm-hmm. able to take down a Top Chef. Yeah. Restaurant. Right. Interesting. All right. Thanks, George. That was helpful. I feel like you've got some good insight. Everyone should work a year in customer service. Retail or restaurant, restaurant preferably. Some people think that you should do community service. I think you Mm -hmm. should do one year community service and one year retail work. Customer Mm -hmm. service, Mm -hmm. retail work. And then you can go out into the real world and learn how to act. And food service. Because they're kind of two different beasts. Both dealing with customers, but people have a different feeling about their food than they do some of their retail products. Mm. But it's a similar chaos. I want to add both food service and... Okay, so it's a three-year yes. grow-up internship. Exactly. You just got to grow up in the real world. <laughs> I was listening recently, and John Delaney, who I believe is one of my fantasy draft picks, Okay, he says that everyone should have to do a oh. year of service and maybe join something he wants to create called the Climate Corps. It's the Peace Corps, but for climate-related issues. You'd get a year of that, you'd go work, and then you'd get two years of college paid for for free. Mm, Kind of sounds all right. Mm -hmm. Right. He needs to fit in. You got to work at a Crystal for a few months. Right. And you got to work at a Sears. Exactly. (laughs) The Crystal Burger Corps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's great. Folks, this brings us to the end of another episode of the Funniest People I Know podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have yourselves a hilarious week. Bye. 